Well, good morning, all. Have we ever considered how we can lose everything in an instant? Have we ever just pondered that? In near misses, tragic moments, we often hear people say that they saw their lives flash before their eyes. But do they really? Well, a few weeks ago, while in the happiest place on earth, that's Disney World, my heart stopped beating for more than just a moment while we were over at Casey's Hot Dogs, eating hot dogs and watching the fireworks display. My son pushed away from the table instantly and started panicking. As he was clutching at his throat, I knew exactly what was going on. His airway was obstructed. See, I taught CPR for over 30 years, so I knew exactly what to do, and I jumped right into action. Continuously, in an upward thrust, as I was performing the Heimlich maneuver on him, and I could hear really heart-wrenching screams coming from the crowd, but I had to focus on what I was doing, inward and upward and inward and upward and inward and upward, to save his life. It seemed like an eternity, and I was doing everything right, but this obstacle was really lodged in him. While giving it all, giving it my all, I was approaching the point to exhaustion, but his airway was still blocked. And at this point, I was starting to actually see his life flashing before my eyes while screams of, help him, help him, were coming from the crowd. Now these screams still really echo in my head. He was uh, healthy just one minute, and the next minute he's limped and turning blue. Now we've all had instances where we thought we were doing everything right, but at the end we find ourselves losing everything because there was obstacles or obstructions that were blocking the way. Maybe it was our job or school or even our, our own marriages. We did everything expected, but we just couldn't get beyond that barrier that kept us from total happiness. Well, as Christians, we must never place barriers between Christ's offer of life and happiness to our own errant desires. Now, I've got another question to pose. Where do we see ourselves in 100 years from now? And when God calls, what will he see as our life flashes before our eyes? You see, when one's life flashes before our eyes, well, we can see a series of pictures or memories of things that we've done while we've lived here on earth. Things that we have done, things that we have failed to do. But if we had the ability to see our own very souls flash before our eyes, the way that God sees our souls, what would we see? Have worldly things become our master? Jesus once said, What profit would there be for one to gain the whole world and forfeit his life? 
We've heard in the gospel today how easy it is to lose everything in a flash, including our discipleship with the Lord, as long as there are obstacles in the way which keeps us from giving him our whole heart, our mind, our soul, and our strength. But many now have misinterpreted this gospel passage to mean that, well, if we have wealth, we will never see the kingdom of heaven. But this can be the furthest from the truth. See, the rich man was sincere in his faith. He followed all the commandments. But Jesus had a higher calling for this man. That was to sell everything and to give it to the poor and follow him into deeper discipleship. But as we hear, his possession seemed to possess him now. See, Christ calls each one of us into a deeper discipleship, which places a big challenge on us, whether we're rich or we're poor. But in order to follow Christ, we must accept him on his terms and not our own. We must be willing to dislodge those things that are choking our lives from living a life in true happiness and meaning that we all desire. That's the situation that this young man found himself in. What would we have done if Jesus would have asked us to sell everything? Would we have sold everything? Well, this next image may be an image that could help us understand sin in general. See, sin is putting something in God's place, putting something that should never be ahead of everything else. And because of our fallen human nature, the sins that we are most susceptible to are the seven deadly sins. They are the seven most common things that we tend to put in God's place. And they become obstacles and they obstruct our happiness when we make them primary. For instance, pride, it puts our own achievements in God's place as if they were capable of giving us meaning and fulfillment that only comes from God. Lust, well, that puts sexual pleasures in God's place. Gluttony puts food and, and drink and, or drugs before him. And anger puts our own self-will in the place of God. Well, it's my way or the highway. Envy puts our reputation or popularity before God. Sloth puts our comfort before God. And greed, as in the case of this rich young man, he idolized money. Unless we dispel these things in our lives, we simply won't have room in our souls to bring truth and satisfaction as a true disciple of Christ. What's obstructing us? from having a meaningful life? Do we place obstacles like sporting events or our busy schedules between ourselves and a deeper relationship with the Lord? If so, it's time to rearrange our priorities. 
So our challenge this week is to place all earthly obstacles aside just for one hour, one hour this week. Find a a quiet place in our homes and simply meditate on where we would be without the love of Christ and the gifts that he gives us. And what's blocking us from a deeper discipleship? Both valid questions and great concerns for all who can lose everything in an instant. God gathers us all around the table of the Lord to receive Christ in the Eucharist in just a bit. Allow his grace to be second to none in our lives in order to deepen our love for him and for others. As I started to lose hope while in the happiest place on earth, a big guy stepped up from the crowd and I placed my son's life in his hands. And within seconds, he was able to dislodge that object that stood in the way between his life and his death. Now, the day after we went looking for this gentleman's name, because in all the panic, we forgot to ask him. We wanted to thank him properly, but all the officials in Disney World, with all the many, many, many reports that they had filed on this incident, didn't record his name. Without him, I probably wouldn't be here in front of y'all today because I'd probably still be grieving terribly. Whose hands do we place our life in? God God has given us all second chances, I'm sure. So let us all use our time and gifts that God gives wisely to deepen our discipleship with Christ.